The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you getting ready for week one of the 2019 NFL season. Appreciate you guys joining us to talk everything Buffalo Bills, courtesy of BuffaloRumblings.com. And for so many of us, right, you think about the offseason, you think about what is taking place, right? The NFL Combine leading up to free agency, the draft, all the talk this revamped Buffalo Bills roster, and just excited for what the 2019 NFL season can be. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about three things that I'm looking forward to really keeping an eye on in Sunday's matchup with the New York Jets. But before that, do have a couple of news items to get to you as well. Uh, The first that was really interesting, y'all remember from last week where the Bills traded Russell Bodine to the New England Patriots for a six-round draft pick. It was interesting because the Bills did get some backlash from Let's just say some folks on Twitter, you know, don't trade to Belichick. He's always going to, you know, he knows best. He's going to, you know, fleece you in this type of a deal. Well, yesterday, the New England Patriots did cut Russell Bodine off their roster. So in essence, the Buffalo Bills did receive a six round draft pick, very likely for someone that they may have cut or, you know, could have potentially been one of the last linemen on the roster for them. So it looks like Brandon Bean and his staff made out okay there. The other piece of news, um, and there's a little bit of discussion around this too, the Bills named their six captains for the 2019 season. Representing special teams was Reed Ferguson and Steven Hauschka. On the offensive side of the ball, Deion Dawkins along with Josh Allen. And on defense, Tremaine Edmonds and Lorenzo Alexander. No real surprises there, I think, as you go through it. Probably the one that... uh, you know, maybe would have folks talking a little bit, Deion Dawkins. And if you listen to the podcast earlier in the week, you know, he's my dark horse MVP candidate. It does seem like he has made a, you know, a bit of a bounce back in his career after a rough 2018, obviously still has work to to show during regular season games and looking forward to seeing that as things kick off on Sunday. But Deion Dawkins being named a captain for the Buffalo Bills you know, I thought was a, a good sign for him and maybe showing a, a renewed commitment to getting better at what he does each and every day. So, uh, again, the trade gone well for the Buffalo Bills, the six captains announced, and now we are ready for the start of the 2019 season. For me, there's really three things that I want to keep an eye on in the game on Sunday. Um, you know, in these 
these are things that I imagine would be would be a fit for many fans and what that would look like. But really, the first is around Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver going to be starting at defensive tackle, replacing Kyle Williams in this lineup, his first game in the NFL. And I think for many of us, right, we look at it, we've got high expectations for Ed. You want to see him make some of those splash plays, right, kind of wreak havoc in the backfield for the New York Jets on Sunday. So as all of that comes about, right, you'd also try to remember remind yourself like, okay, this is a, this is a rookie. This is his first time, you know, going from college football to playing against some of the best offensive linemen in the world. And we know that the New York Jets, right, their, their offensive line could be a weakness for hit for them. So as we look at Ed Oliver and what that front four can do, he is that new shiny piece, right? He is the guy that is supposed to be the difference maker to get that penetration up the middle to allow Jerry Hughes, Trent Murphy, Shaq Lawson, and other pass rushers really to do what they need to do. So for me, Ed Oliver is truly that one piece that I am keeping an eye on because I think with so much of it, right, you talk about expectations for a number nine overall pick. You hope that they can come in, make an immediate impact. We imagine there will be some amount of a decent rotation with him and Jordan Phillips. Part of me wants to think, you know, maybe Oliver will be on the field about 50 to 60 percent of the plays, depending on what that defensive tackle rotation looks like. I expect Jordan Phillips to get a good number of snaps. I know Harrison Phillips will probably do more rotation with Star Latulale. But we've also seen things, at least last year, where Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott would work a pass rusher in at defensive tackle, be it a Shaq Lawson, even in some situations, a Lorenzo Alexander on passing downs. But with this, right, Ed Oliver, and it's interesting because usually that first round draft pick, you go into it, there is such a great focus there. Uh, the conversation still around Josh Allen, what's going to happen on the offensive side of the ball, and you completely get that. Not to say he's been a, a little bit of a forgotten man, but I think when you you know you talk about expectations going into week one, so much of the talk has been around the offense. And now here comes Ed Oliver as truly the the only new starter on the defensive side of the ball. And what that is going to look like. Of course, we're all hoping for the best. We saw some flashes early in the preseason. I know I've said it a million times, right? We try not to put too much stock into preseason football. But for Ed Oliver to get his first NFL start against the New York Jets, uh, a big game for the team against an AFC East opponent, I myself very excited to see what is going to happen there and to see what he can look like. Uh, number two on my list of things that I'm really looking for, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm just doubling down on this, is what is the rotation with the running game going to look like and what type of impact is Frank Gore going to have? Uh, earlier episodes of the podcast, you've heard me talk about Gore making a bold prediction that he is going to be the leading rusher for the Bills in 2019. Obviously, with the release of LaShawn McCoy, that opens up additional touches for himself, Devin Singletary, TJ Yeldon. And, and really, I still think, again, with this, Frank Gore is going to be that lead back for the Bills, at least early in the 2019 season. And I say that because so much of it ties on to the, the development of Devin Singletary and what his transition can be like to the NFL game, similar to what we talked about with Ed Oliver just a couple of minutes ago. But with that being said, I do not see Sean McDermott, Brian Dable being the type to just roll out a third round pick and be like, okay, you're our starting back and you're going to get 
65, 75% of the touches on offense, um, at least not early on, right? I think Frank Gore is going to have the chance early on in the season to, uh, you know, get the majority of the touches at running back. And then it really depends on what he does with them. And if he shows that he can consistently move the train, the chains, it, you know, call it like a four and a half yards per clip behind that revamped offensive line for the Bills, then yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard to keep him off the field and maybe Singletary, you know, it gives him a little bit more time to develop and have a greater impact in the second half of the season. But I'm very curious to see what the Bills look to do with the running game. I think in so many ways, right, there's been a focus again on what the Bills can do with the pass. You add Cole Beasley, you add John Brown, you know, the the draft picks that were invested at tight end, you look at the returners that you have and and you know, I don't think this is going to be a, a pass-heavy offense unless the Bills are down in a game. I still think the you know they will look to establish the run early on. Yes, take what the you know defense gives them as far as the passing game goes, but I would imagine against the Jets that establishing the run and that starting with Frank Gore is going to be a big thing that will happen. Of course, I have no inside in information or knowledge with this. This is purely my speculation as we go into it, but just seeing what this team has done in the past, that is what I'm looking at. The number two thing on the list for me that really comes into it uh, that I will have my eye on as the Bills take on the Jets on Sunday. That final item, it should come as no surprise, right? Josh Allen and his development and what he is going to look like as the Buffalo Bills starting quarterback. And I imagine, right, when Monday morning hits or after the game on Sunday, all the talk is going to go in one direction or the other, right? Is Josh Allen the franchise quarterback for the Bills or is he not? And you don't want to overreact one way or the other to just one game, especially the opening game in the 2019 NFL season. Um, But all the focus is on Josh Allen. And we talked a little while ago, you know, myself saying I need to pump the brakes a little bit on the Josh Allen hype train. And uh, and for myself, too, it's, you know, got to be that reminder not to overreact to what's going to happen in week one of the 2019 NFL season. Uh, but all the focus, right? I mean, you look at the preview articles leading up to this game. So much of the attention is put on Josh Allen and what his development is. And can he take that step forward? When you talk about that step forward, though, right, I mean, we're talking about a step, not a gigantic leap, not five steps, nothing along those lines, right? But you've got Josh Allen looking to take that next step. And you see it, him being a named a captain on the team, as we talked about earlier, of course, a big piece. Revamping the offensive line, so important. And I guess if we did have to add another thing, right, like what is that new offensive line going to look like? But you really can't spend too much time talking about them and, and and what that might be because it's just pure pure speculation at this time. Um, and then just the offensive weapons around Allen and what he can do with them. But the analysis of his game on Sunday is likely going to be over the top, right? I can just imagine on Sports Talk Radio on Monday morning, 75% of the conversation is going to be around Allen. All the podcasts and the great podcasts that we have here, our friends that do podcasts throughout the Buffalo Bills community will feel the same way. But there is going to be so much attention on what he can do. And I guess when you talk about what I hope to see 
on Sunday is right again that ability for him to make some plays with his arms. And and I don't you know you the the rush plays right those highlights that he had during the 2018 season those were all great. Uh, my favorite play was the touchdown completion to Robert Foster against the Jacksonville Jaguars where he hung in the pocket took the hit you know, unleashed a bomb to him and the two connected for the touchdown. You know, it's those types of opportunities where you want to see those types of throws. And of course, right, that that goes without being said. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see as many 50-yard touchdown passes as I possibly can. But that progress where Josh Allen is making those wild plays with his arm as opposed to with his legs, right? Because you think from his safety and longevity and just to avoid taking those hits, that's something that you want to see. Um, you know, the other piece with it too is just a lot of talk around Cole Beasley of being that safety net for Josh Allen this offseason. Do those two maintain the rapport that we saw from them throughout the preseason, right? And really kind of being that guy that he would look to, not always looking for the home run threat, but looking at Beasley underneath. And is there a way that he's going to be able to work in the tight ends? on Sunday against the Jets. So, you know, as you do talk about things, it, it is pretty obvious that so much of the focus will be on Josh Allen, what he looks like in week one. I try to remind myself, right, you think a year ago, Nathan Peterman was getting the start for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, we're almost thinking to ourselves, it's going to be a red shirt year, right? I mean, in, in many ways, you were thinking to yourself that this would be the first time Josh Allen has the opportunity to be a starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills after watching and observing throughout the 2019 season, of course, that or 2018 season. Of course, that all blew up by halftime. He got thrust into the lineup, plenty of growing pains and development that took place. But Josh Allen is going to be the story on Sunday against the New York Jets for Bills fans. He's going to be the story on Monday and probably all week leading up throughout the game against the New York Giants and really the entire 2019 season. So as we look through it, right, the the three things, the three guys I really have my eye on, of course, Josh Allen, Frank Gore, what he can do in the running game, and Ed Oliver as a starting defensive tackle, his rookie year and his first game in the NFL. I'd love to get your thoughts on the three things that you're looking forward to seeing in the game against the New York Jets. Uh, you can hit me up at Twitter, at Anthemarino, to share those thoughts, of course, at buffalorumblings.com. So much great coverage coming to the site um, as the regular season gets underway. And I encourage you all to uh, to spend as much time as you can there uh, just to get all of the updates necessary leading up to week one against the New York Jets. And, of course, all the coverage following the game on Sunday. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Not only will you get breaking Buffalo rumblings every time we drop a new episode, you'll get the Nick and Nolan show, Circling the Wagons, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Blitz Bills and the Believe podcast. Um, and I should note too, Circling the Wagons will be doing the post game show uh, throughout the regular season. So you can definitely look for that um, after each game. And that will be taking place, of course, Sunday evening after the Bills and Jets wrap up. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to share your thoughts, your predictions for the game, the Bills and the Jets. I've got the Bills winning 24-20 to on Sunday. Um, I think it's going to be a relatively close game, but as we go through with it, I like the Bills' defense to, uh, to hold off the Jets' offense just enough for the Bills to get the W against the Jets to start the season 1-0. and uh, Again, don't forget, log on to buffalorumblings.com, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.